Welcome to Radio Plasma, space dedicated to the exchange of ideas, conversations, stories, music, performances, and randomness. Listen at radioplasma.com. Also, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, and Stitcher. I'm your producer and host, Johan Rashi Vega, and we are celebrating the National Hispanic Heritage Month. Many different things, many different events, activities, and ways to connect with the Hispanic heritage in our country are taking place everywhere. And that's a good thing. That is something that is bringing for us a lot of opportunities to enjoy, to share, to learn, and to explain more about who we are, what we do, and how things are beyond what we think or what we see around our own environment. That is why we're having this session to talk about an amazing event that connects with all of this explanation. And for that purpose, I want to welcome Edo Moore, who is the mastermind behind this super collider that is going to take place soon in our area. Edo, welcome and thank you for being here. Uh, thank you, Johan. Happy to be here. Delighted. Um, and happy to talk about uh, this event, which is the culmination for us of a few uh, world music colliders, which we've been doing, uh, exploring, trying to bring more world music to the Pioneer Valley. And uh, this is called the Super Collider, because instead of two bands, we have four bands. And it's an hours-long exploration of Uh, music this time coming uh, all, all mostly from Latin America, some a little bit from the U.S. as well. So this super collider is, let's say, the upgrade of other colliders that have been taking place in previous years. So how this idea started? How are you so involved with world music? The idea of presenting world music happened as an accident, happy accident, just a year ago, when a, a friend of mine who's in a band. I uh, was already coming to Western Mass, and I wanted uh, to see if he wanted to play another party for me and my friends, and maybe we invite some more people. And then I started to think, yeah, why don't we add another band, a different band, different kind of music, uh, so the people who are coming for this will also hear something new yeah. and different. And then I have some friends in the nonprofit world in the Valley, and I was like, why don't we bring that community in as well? So we give a, a nonprofit a podium to speak as part of the event. And it becomes a, a real happening and a chance for all kinds of things to mix together. And so that's how that happened. I've been interested in world music my whole life, I think. And so that's been a, a longer process. It is good to see how world music, it has been forever the actual representation of what music universally is. But sadly, when we live in a world that needs to market things and put labels on everything, including music, then we just have a generic top 40 that are made locally without that much of an option of enjoying other tendencies, other influences, different languages, instruments, sounds, cultures, meanings, all of that. But lately, I've been noticing how the Pioneer Valley has been more and more open and more willing to experience those different textures and flavors and colors that are involved with world music. So when you made this collider, and actually that's a perfect name for it, what was the reaction? What you saw happening? Uh, it, the reaction is instantly very positive. We sold out the first one 
and then we did another one. We sold out the next one, and uh, by then it was obvious that people really wanted uh, wanted exactly that. There was a vacuum in the valley for less homogenized, more international, more experimental, less known, you know, things that people could discover. They could walk into a room without maybe knowing, without being fans of the music, without knowing what the songs of the lyrics are going to be, maybe without even understanding what the musician is saying because they're singing in a different language. There's a, there's a hunger for just having an experience like that. And this has really been beautiful to watch people come towards that experience and ask for more of it, you know? So we've been making more events because there's interest. So for this super collider, there's going to be the opportunity of enjoying of four bands, big bands with a lot of energy, a lot of music, and a lot of cultural influence. And although each one of them is unique to its own style and personality, they all together bring the idea and the vibe of what it is our most current Latin American music to enjoy. Especially when we're talking about Latin American music beyond any context of what it is heard locally. So yes, you may be familiar with a lot of Latin rhythms and genres that are on the mainstream, and possibly you're gonna identify many of those sounds in this collider. But at the same time, you're gonna have the chance to enjoy and listen to most of the roots of these genres, plus the most current and experimental ways to use that cultural heritage with current technology and of course the current influences of, of what music is made today. So let's talk about a little bit of the bands that we're gonna be able to enjoy in this Super Collider. Yeah, yeah, let's get into it. Um, we have, let's start with uh, La Dama, which is a band of, uh, I think, four women and one man. Who, uh, and so it's really mostly, it's a female-dominated band, which is by itself, for a Latin American band, is unusual. Uh, I think Latin music, Latin culture has had a, a, like a machismo problem, I think. And this band is like a very powerful declaration of no, you know, we, we can do it. We can do it like this. We can, we can be all women performers. We're extremely talented musicians. These are all women who met uh, at, at this um, one beat down in New York City where they, uh, it's an invitation for musicians, musicians from all around the world and they uh, play together for a few weeks and they, uh, then they go on a tour together. And this, this band formed as a result of this kind of coming together in, in, in one beat. And they're musicians from uh, Venezuela, uh, Colombia, um, Brazil, and from the United States. They mix freely all kinds of genres, uh, rock, jazz, funk, and then they play very freely with rhythms from their countries, you know, from Frevo, Maracatu from Brazil, uh, Joropo from uh, Venezuela, uh, Cumbia, Gaita, Champeta from Colombia. And it's, it's so, the music is so playful and uh, the energy is so bright. And, uh, and you know, I, I really, I, I love it. I love it when I see women taking strong positions in the music industry. And it's happening more and more these days, especially in world music. Because I think in world music, you have 
everything is changing so quickly because mm -hmm. of globalization. Mm -hmm. We just had earlier this year a Tuvan throat singing band, all women, who for generations they were told they could not throat sing because it would make them uh, infertile. And here's, here's a generation of, of women from Tuva who are going, no, we can throat sing. That's nonsense. And uh, we're hoping to bring later, uh, maybe next year, uh, the first Tuareg, this is a tribe in the Sahel region of North Africa, the first female guitarist in a tradition that has been dominated by men for 20, 30 years of uh, Tuareg rock guitarists. And now there's a band of women. And it sounds different, and it's, it's so refreshing and um, so much appreciated. So that's La Dama. Should we, should we move on? We have yeah, a lot of ground to cover. Another interesting fact that uh, La Dama, uh, if we translate it into Spanish, significa the lady. As, uh, in this case, it's like a single word, but uh, yeah, dama, lady, in this case, la dama, as a single word. That's the name of this amazing project. And then another one that its name is in itself the representation of a locality and its culture. Yes, yeah, so we have Rio Mira, which is uh, named uh, after a river which divides Colombia and Ecuador in the Pacific region of, this is the north part of South America here. And so these are musicians from both countries, extremely talented, uh, Grammy award-winning musicians, and they've come together because their music is the same music. It's coming from a lineage of Cimarrones, which is um, uh, these uh, African slaves who escaped and they created their own communities, they mixed with indigenous cultures, and uh, they have their own musical tradition, um, which is, it's beautiful. It's a, it's a sort of a marimba, um, percussion, voice, call and repeat. It's very hypnotic river music. So they're playing very traditional folk music from a region, and these songs are hundreds of years old. But I think the innovation, and again, there's innovation here, is a decision to come together and to make this project across borders. And it's, again, it's, it's just another sign of how the world is getting smaller, you know? And when we see a project bringing the most organic and natural sound with just that, it shows it doesn't matter how many centuries go by the nature of sound the rhythm mm -hmm. our own dna is that beat that makes all of us regardless of our age or place of origin makes us all dance and move and vibe and feel mm -hmm. and this is something that definitely just by seeing how the combination of marimbas and drums and that's it that's all that you need to make a blast Fusing cultures, fusing history, tradition, heritage, and the beauty of making music together. Yeah, yeah, I think I think you're you're absolutely right, Johan. It's history is is linear, but music is circular, and it goes back through the centuries. And it can it's like a time machine, you know. Uh, it allows us to travel forward and backward. This band of musicians, it's their first time in the U.S. They're going to be playing partially with the help of a grant from the Mid Atlantic Arts Foundation. And it's their only uh, gig in all of New England, so please, hopefully, 
you can make it to see them. It's a very special performance. So this is the second of four bands that will be performing in the Super Collider. And then we have the local talent. The local talent, yeah. So this is, and again, we are counting up musicians here. Rio Mira was 10 musicians. La Dama is five. And here with the Berkshire Batteria, we have 20 more musicians coming to play at the Shea Theater from the Berkshires. The Berkshire Batteria, under the direction of uh, master drummer Jim Weber, is playing uh, the music of Rio, the music of Carnival, the music of Samba, traditional Brazilian percussion, incredibly fun. They've been playing around in, uh, they were this and year. And the River Roll and Stroll, mm -hmm. and they will also be performing at the Celebrate Holyoke. That's right, uh-huh. And uh, it, it, they, they, have, they bring so much life into a room, and they're going to just absolutely blow up in the Shea Theater. It's going to be so much fun, so. And it's not really the highlight. It's totally unfair to say that because it's not the traditional way to say we have the opening acts and then the main act of the night. It is just as good as the others. It's a combination of uh, all yeah, of Yeah, actually, with the Colliders, we're making a real point to not announce openers, not announce headliners. Everything is a co-bill, double-bill, triple-bill, quadruple-bill in this case. And really, each of these musicians is bringing their own... Uh, their own kind of party to the to the mix, and these guys these guys bring bring some heavy party though. Uh, Orquesta Macabeo coming uh, straight from Puerto Rico. They're a salsa band. They're not like any salsa band you've heard, man. They're <laughs> and I really really connect with these guys because to me like like pop salsa can kind of drive me crazy after a while, and and they're really turning pop salsa on its head and playing with the genre, mixing it with rock ska. Uh, punk, reggae, they come from uh, a non-salsa background, they're like a punk band, right, from, mm -hmm. uh, from the 80s, and one day they just decided, oh, we're going to play salsa now. And they've become one of, one of the most famous uh, bands, salsa bands in Puerto Rico, because they're willing to break all the rules. Yeah, I remember um, when I got the, the chance to actually introduce some of their music back in Puerto Rico, playing their debut, their debut album, they played at El Teatro, at the University of Puerto Rico in Rio Piedras. And it was so beautiful to see how a punk band decided to, yeah, let's keep it punk, playing salsa. Mm -hmm. Because why not? That's mm -hmm. the punk thing to do. Mm -hmm. And the other beauty is to show how Puerto Rico has this melting pot of cultures blending and combining all the time, everywhere. It's something that when you are there, it makes sense. Mm. It just feels right. That's the way it flows because that's how Puerto Rico is. You can blend salsa with a little bit of rock and a little bit of progressive and then a little bit of ska and then go back to some 40s Puerto Rican bolero blending and then a little bit of cumbia and then going to urban reggaeton. And all of it makes sense and combines together. So seeing a project like La Orquesta del Macabeo evolving from punk and becoming one of the most avant-garde salsa bands in Puerto Rico right now, is an experience that seeing them coming here to the Pioneer Valley to perform, that's an experience not to be missed. Yeah, yeah, these guys, they're, they're having fun on stage and you will really feel it. it's an 11-piece band and the horn section is so tight, so powerful. The lyrics are in Spanish, but if you understand it, they're fantastic. They're, they're tinged with sarcasm and humor, 
And these these guys are these guys are having fun, and that's what that's what music's supposed to be about. Uh, and they're gonna make you have fun too. So we're talking about an amazing event that celebrates the cultural diversity of Latin America, all of it happening in the Pioneer Valley. This is the Super Collider and is going to take place this October 7th. We have a location that is in Turners Falls. In Turners Falls, the Shea Theater, the beautiful uh, old world theater that it is. It's been renovated in the past couple of years, and uh, we're really looking forward to presenting not just this event, we have another event later in October. Uh, it's going to be the second of, of these two events with where we're just showcasing really interesting world music. But let's focus on, on the Super Collider. In this case, it's entirely themed on Latin music, Latin X music specifically, right? Mm. You know, when, when we called it that, it, we had a lot of people asking questions and so on, so... Maybe we should talk about that. Absolutely, yes. Yeah? What were some of those those questions that you were getting? What were some of the curiosity that comes after proposing an idea like this? Some people may think, okay, it's a concert with Latin American bands. Not really. I don't think these events are made to be just for an audience to listen to it like in a regular concert. This is a party. Yeah, I think we, I think you know with Laudable Productions, the the organization that I'm I'm partner I've partnered with uh, to do events. We really believe that events are more than the sum of their parts, and so you put these musicians together, and they're each, as we were talking, they each are, I think, innovating in their own way, you know, and they're testing testing the limits of what's possible. So the event as a whole does that as well. And I think the the concept of Latinx as opposed to Latino, Latina, Hispanic. These are words that have been used to try to describe what's changing in the Latin community over, over the past 10, 15 years. And now uh, people are using the word Latinx, and it's, it's kind of appealing, I think, because the, the Latino community in the U.S. is kind of the X factor in the next 100 years in this country. And um, the, the musical creativity coming out of Latin America in the past 5, 10 years is just unbelievable. So the idea of... Um, of having a, an event that really focuses on all these different kinds of sounds coming from Latin America is, is just kind of an obvious thing. We have to do it. You know, we often uh, book bands based on what, what is available, what's coming by, and what we can, what we can possibly book. And sometimes, so sometimes things are kind of uh, coincident, happy coincidences, as is this lineup, which to me is, 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 a, is a real miracle to get so many uh, incredible musicians in one room. For a night is, is an example of that. And actually, uh, Edo, I think for you two being able to make this happen and bring this top quality musical acts to the Pioneer Valley is a quest and something that I'm so thankful you're doing because sometimes the only options for enjoying of world music to this level, you have to go to New York. You have to go to Los Angeles. You have to go to Miami, possibly. Because those are the places where the big mm. melting pots are located and where those mm -hmm. events take place. But other than that, it becomes really challenging to be able to enjoy this diverse and completely avant-garde set of artists performing 
in our local environment and you're making this happen. Mm. You know, we're, we're very lucky here in the Valley because we are three hours from New York City, two hours from Boston. So we're like, we're like right in the middle of this giant highway of incredible world music that's, that's moving across the country. You know, if, if world music is like camping, it's base camping in New York, then we're like the hike to the waterfall, you know. It's very easy to bring music like that here. You just have to, you just have to, you know, send a few emails, set up a venue, and it's happening, and it's really exciting. So it's also, you know, the, the most delightful thing for me has been to see that there's an audience, mm -hmm. and the audience is excited. They're open-minded. They understand that we're creating pop-up events. We don't have a venue. So maybe sometimes the room is too hot. Sometimes, you know, something else is going wrong. Um, there's not enough room or so on. But they're flexible. They're tolerant. And so, you know, it's all happening because people, people are... Uh, are creating the room for it, creating the space for it. And also it's this adventurous spirit of what diversity means. Mm -hmm. Because when mm -hmm. you're, for example, when you're traveling to a different place, you don't know what exactly you're going to find. You can always accommodate so much and try to adapt to whatever is available for you in that place, in that moment. So it's a little bit of that experience of traveling the world when you get to enjoy in a different venue, in a different situation with a different set of performing acts to adapt and be adventurous with it. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, people at first, maybe it's a little hard, but then once you start to be a little adventurous, you start enjoying it and you have a really positive experience and you look for it again, you know, so. There's a few different things we're trying to bring together. And, and one of them is to is to make these events more more than just concerts. We want people to come and to see each other and have a chance to get to get to reconnect We want there to be um, a lot of dancing because especially with music from other places, sometimes the dancing is inseparable from the music itself. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of these styles of music are actually named after the dancing. You know, the word cumbia comes from the African word kumbe, which means to dance. I'm not sure which African language, but uh, tango is another good example. Flamenco, how can you have flamenco without the dancing? Mm -hmm. So... You know, again, we, 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 want to, we want to create more dancing, more collisions between people, because collisions are a good thing. It's boring, it's, uh, it's sleepy to, to walk around each other all day long and not, not really have encounters with each other. That's what we're here to do. Those are the beautiful experiences that we have when music and emotions flow. So this event, this super collider is definitely beautiful opportunity of enjoying of a good time amazing good music perfect opportunity for dancing to have fun and also to celebrate with us who are celebrating the hispanic heritage month an event that coincidentally is happening during this this celebration mm -hmm. between mm -hmm. september 15 to october 15 so that's another thing that comes like a happy accident again Yeah, these celebrations are meant to be. Yeah, and, and also this, is, this event is over Indigenous Peoples Day weekend, mm -hmm. also called Columbus Day weekend. You know, Columbus got here, what, in 1492? Maybe the Vikings got here before him? Mm -hmm. It's sort of arbit it's all kind of arbitrary, right? Like, in, we made it a federal holiday in 1937, but there's uh, a number of states that don't even recognize Columbus Day. So in 1994, right, uh, in Berkeley, California, Berkeley became the first city to uh, recognize it as Indigenous Peoples Day. 
And so the, it's, it's also changing in Latin America. This is actually a holiday that we share with all the Latin American countries. Mm -hmm. And we, you know, Spanish is actually the language of the colonizer, just as uh, English is in a way. And so we all kind of share and grapple with this history, which is a history of, of, of something that happened in, in the distant past. And it is where it is like historians are trying, they're fighting over how do we understand what happened? You know, this sort of flashpoint, historical flashpoint. And so this, is, this event partially is, again, because music is like a time machine, it's an opportunity for us to imagine these Americas, which we share, but we have divided into nations, we have our flags. It's an opportunity for us to experience them as one thing together, one America, north, south, central. This is what it means to be American, by the way, representing the whole continent. Sometimes this kind of thoughts may sound uncomfortable, but those are the reality. And we see, when we are able to see beyond nationalities and backgrounds, we can connect so quickly and so easy because we all know that we all belong to this land. And again, it's music what brings us together and that makes us collide. Mm -hmm. So we can enjoy of the moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well said. Yeah, yeah. So the the World Music Super Collider it's happening on October seventh at the Shea Theater in Turner's Falls. You can buy tickets online at uh, www.collider.live, and maybe I'm sure Johan, you'll have a link to it in the podcast. Absolutely. Yeah. So all this information will be available on the posting of this episode on readyplasma.com so that way you can see the lineup, know more about them, and of course to get your tickets. And I'm thinking we should actually put up some samples of the music that you are going to be listening so that way you can start warming up a little bit on what is to be expected. And of course, one thing is when you listen to the music in a recorded version, wait for when you are there. Mm -hmm. You hear it live because that's a totally different experience. That's right. You have to use some sort of a multiplier, you know, like 10 times, 100 times. It's a whole different thing. Especially when you have uh, all these traditional percussion instruments, the marimba, uh, the, the, the bongo, all these different... Uh, the, the Rio Miraz and entirely, uh, they're bringing entirely traditional instruments from, from their part of the country, their part of the, uh, the world. It's a magical sound. It will, it will transport you. Well, Edo, thank you so much for being here today with us, sharing this information, for doing this, for sharing this love for, for music and for the multicultural approach on music and making it a shareable experience. Again, music brings us together, and that's exactly that I feel it made uh, for us, that we met thanks to these interactions with music and finding out we are in that same avenue of appreciate and enjoy uh, music from different cultures and from different parts of the world so mm -hmm. definitely i felt it was a, a most compelling thing to do to work together and and to keep spreading out the word about the beauty of world music yeah yeah we'll be back we're, we're going to talk some more about other things uh johan you're like a brother with that it's 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 uh i think we 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 both see music as a as a way of uh, transforming culture you know a powerful, positive way to transform and uh, to become our better selves, you know? So, look forward to more, more chats. So now you know, the World Music Super Collider happening October 7th at the Shea Theater in Turner's Falls. And all this information available and at the posting of this episode, radioplasma.com. 
With this, we conclude this conversation with Edo. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, Johan. A pleasure. And we will be talking more about all of this beautiful interaction that is the music as the axis of everything that we do and we feel it and we enjoy. Stay tuned because this story continues. This session has been recorded at the Plasma Media Lab here in the Gandhara Youth Development Center in Holyoke, Mass. I'm your producer and host, Johan Rashivega. Thank you for listening.